Welcome to The More You Know, The Better It Tastes, where we explore the backstory to some of the best restaurants and chefs in South Texas. On this podcast, we'll be interviewing Chef Kai from Mako's on the Creek in Cibolo. And now here's your host from San Antonio Restaurants, Alan Williams and Susie Lafredo. Hey, everybody. Welcome to The More You Know, The Better It Tastes. We are here again with a an amazing guest. I'm so excited. Alan, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing fantastic. Great. I'm excited to be here in the beautiful Peachtree Rose Marketing Studio. Yes, yes, in the Venture X building on the northwest side of town, which That's is right. a gorgeous building, gorgeous podcast studio. Absolutely love our new podcast home. Yes, and you are right about our guest today. So yes. I'm excited to learn all about Me Chef Kyron Cordner. Kyron, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, now I know a lot of people call you Kai. Can we Kai. call you Kai? Yes, I was going to say, Leveling right. No is Chef Kai. That's perfect. <laughs> Kai, Chiron. <laughs> it all works. Yeah. Oh, so, so cool. So, Chiron is the head chef at Mako's on the Creek, which is out in Cibolo, Texas, 169 Buffalo Place. And let me tell you, if you don't know about Cibolo, it's just right outside of San Antonio, barely out, outside towards off of 35, but they have some great restaurants in Cibolo. And Mako's on the Creek is fantastic. Oh my gosh. We just uh, discovered that a couple of, yes. maybe a month or two uh, ago, right, Susie? Yes. Oh my gosh. It's and, one of my favorite restaurants. It's and, so and, amazing. Thank you. So good. Thank and you. so uh, Chef Kai is the, the head chef there and you've been there for about three years, but we will learn all about you and then we'll talk <laughs> about the restaurant. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So uh, I know, I, I, I pick up in your, in your accent yeah, that, uh, the you may, there. May, may not be from San Antonio. No, far, where, far, far, far. Where are you from? So I was born and raised in Trinidad and Tobago in the Caribbean. Yes. That is so cool. Yeah, very south of the Caribbean islands. Well, and so that's it, paradise. Why would you leave there? Everyone asks me that same question. <laughs> why would you leave paradise? Why would you leave paradise? <laughs> well, while living there, we vacationed a lot to the States. My mom lived here for mm-hmm. a number of years. Okay. And being here now, I realize what I took for granted. Oh, yeah, because yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah. It's yeah. beautiful, man. I'll see pictures and I'm like, God, I had that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, so do you ever think you'd go back? or do, are you, I will. I will. I will. Yeah. I, I'll love to visit again someday. Sure. Do a restaurant there. Live yeah. there again. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's cool. So, actually, but you love San Antonio, right? I do. I do. I do. It reminds <laughs> me a lot of back home. It's very a hot. A lot of crazy animals and bugs. Sure. Which I'm yeah. terrified of, yeah, but I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> so uh, you were born actually in, in Tobago. And yeah, I was born in Trinidad, grew up in Tobago. Okay. Family both islands. Really small islands. I don't know. I don't Super know how close, far yeah. away. I mean, is it is it... Uh, 45 minute plane ride super oh, okay. close so it is a plane ride yeah it's not, plane ride it's or not a, a boat ride or you yeah know. you okay. can do a boat or a plane okay yeah all right so that's that's very cool so so uh growing up there were you on the water the water's every yeah you're literally on the water everywhere you go there's water yeah, yeah. driving on the highway oceans yeah. next to you wow. countryside yeah. yeah yeah so i so i'm guessing you know of course being on the water i mean mm-hmm. there's seafood plenty uh, plenty and and all kinds of so was did that's that where the love came from I yeah think, i, I yeah. was gonna say yeah. so that did that inspire your absolutely journey? absolutely i remember growing up back home we um where our kitchen was situated was a side of the house and if you look out the kitchen window there's these reef toys so you can go out on these like glass bottom boats hmm. and you see like the brain crawl i think we have one of the largest brain crawlers in the world Oh, wow. Yeah, in so Tobago. Cool looking, wow. yeah. So we'll see all these tourist boats going out, mm-hmm. going out. And then in the afternoon, you'll hear the fishermen blowing the conch shells. So they'll yes. take the conch out and they'll right. reserve the shell. Uh-huh. And they make a little horn out of the shell. Yes. Right. And you hear them blowing. Bah, bah, 
Bubba coming out of your village, so you know fresh fish is coming. Wow. And you get the fish with sand on it still. Wow. You know, when you get excited fresh. when you see vegetables with dirt yes. on it. I get excited when I see fish with sand on it. <laughs> right. This is just caught, right. you know, eyes are super clear. That is yeah. 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 And so awesome. did your so did your um in, in your home, I mean your mom, your dad, did they did, was there cooking that Always yeah. Yeah, cooking was always big. Food is a big part of our culture back home. Sure. Yeah, everyone cooks. Everyone cooks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mom, dad, brothers, no, sisters. Not, not a not a, a water burger on every corner. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> right. I think now fast food is getting big there, but Growing up when I was there, fast food wasn't that big. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Everyone had gardens, whether it's a small garden or a big garden. Mm-hmm. We'll all share with each other. Yeah. You know, your neighbors might have mangoes. You might have cucumbers. Hey. Oh, I love <laughs> that. Swap, you know? Yeah. I love that. Awesome. I, I love that sense of community. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. It's a small island, so everyone know each other. So right, right. it was easy to get that kind of stuff. You know, you might have lamb. I might have cow. You know? So what was the what was the, um, the the spices, I guess you could say? What, what was the prominent spice flavor? Uh, cr- our curries, we know for our curries. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we're like cumin, cardamom, turmeric, mm-hmm. hot peppers. We have right. something called shadow benny, which you guys might know as cilantro. Oh, yes. It's yes, a cilantro. Yes. It's like okay. long, jagged leaf, little skinny leaf. Yeah. That stuff grows everywhere. We also have some, something called French thyme. It's a wider leaf. It, mm-hmm. it looks nothing like your regular thyme. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's a big, fat leaf. Tastes like thyme, more pungent. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And does <laughs> this kind of grow wild in different It grows places? wild everywhere. See, that is so cool. Everywhere. <laughs> a, a, a good friend of mine is, is from Italy, mm-hmm. and, and he's lived here for a long time, but his mother was visiting, and they're sitting at a stoplight on the you know on a major road, yeah. and she's pull over. So he pulls over, and she goes and starts <laughs> cutting weeds because there's some herb oh, yeah. that she sees. Uh, oh, yeah. We drive it's past them. Right. Without knowing. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. So your, your, your father was the cook? He was the My man. dad was a big cook, yeah. Yeah. I learned a lot from my dad. He's yeah. the one actually taught me how to cook. Yeah. Even until wow. this day, my dad vacationed. He was in Texas here with us last summer. Uh-huh. And I did not make an actual good callaloo. Like, I know how to make a callaloo. So it's, it's made from dashin leaves. Okay. Taro, you might know the taro root. Okay. So the leaves from the taro root, we right. cook the leaves down. And we do a pumpkin and coconut milk. You could Ooh. add pigtail to it, beef to it, whatever you like to it. We basically cook it down with coconut milk and pumpkins and the taro leaves. Yeah. With dashin leaves. So he just, I just learned how to make that the traditional way from my dad wow. last summer awesome. when he was here. That's so cool. So wow. I'm still learning from my dad. So do you notice the, the dancing in his eyes as he talks about food? Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Really I get excited about it. Yes. And well, then I start and, talking but, really fast. You know like what? I got slow. But <laughs> and, and, that, see, and, and I, that, I love that so much. I'm so glad you brought that up. You know, And I'm sure you can hear it in your voice, but seeing. Yeah. The excitement, <laughs> and that's what it's like when you go to Mako and you try Mako's on the Creek, and you try the food. Mm-hmm. You can taste it in the food. Well, you that's can, the idea, you yes. know, for the customers to really feel that connection. Yes, you know? and, yeah. and it, it yeah. truly comes across. Good. I mean, we were blown wow. away when we went. Yeah. So. Thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, do you have brothers and sisters? I do. I Are have five brothers, there? one sister. They're all back home. All back home. Yeah. Do they cook? They do. They do. Basic. They do. They do. Uh-huh. My <laughs> brother's a big crew. Where did you too. fall in line? Are you the oldest or in the middle? Somewhere? In the middle. I have an older sister, older brother, me, mm-hmm. youngest. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Wow. The older sister. Mm-hmm. So um, how old were you when you decided to come to the United States? I moved here 16, turning 17. I was 16. So still in school? I graduated high school back home. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right after then you graduated mm-hmm. then. Wow. And, and why'd you do it? I mean, you know, it's... I, it's paradise. Well, you know what it is? After vacation, we're vacation like almost every winter, every mm-hmm. other summer vacation. And I always liked the biggest city. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom lived here. We were right, it's a lot like happening. It's a lot, lot going do. on, you know. And I haven't seen my mom a long time. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe I could spend some time with my mom for a bit. And I'm like, I actually like it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, coming from a small island, 
moving to Brooklyn, New York. Right. Big difference. Sure. Yeah, huge difference. Huge, yes. huge so difference. did you did you always know that you wanted to become a chef? That you, that that was your at a young age, yeah. Yeah. I actually wanted to be a pilot in the beginning at first. The beginning. Yeah. And one of my cousins scared me. Yeah. He's yes. <laughs> but she wow. told me, she's like, you're gonna crash and die. And I, that went out of my head. That went out of my head. It's not gonna happen as a chef. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. What a, what a coincidence that you would end up at Mako's on the creek yeah. and we'll get know, into this I because know. Mako's is owned by yes. uh, retired Brigadier General Dave Peterson, exactly. who is a wonderful pilot. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm always fascinated by his stories. I know. And in the restaurant, we actually have like pieces of his jets and planes I've seen flew, that yeah and I'm always fascinated by it I'm like God. <laughs> yeah. wow that's interesting that you wanted yes. to be a pilot I, mean, uh, yeah. I know there's a lot well we'll talk about it but there's a lot that happened before you ended up at Mako's but I'm so interested yes, to find yes, out yes. how you actually ended up there so yeah. we'll get there yeah so so you came here you went to New York City or mm-hmm. New Jersey you know you went up there in that area right? yes 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 so I lived mm-hmm. in Brooklyn New York for 10 years mm-hmm and then Jersey for eight years. Okay. Yeah. And, and, uh, and you just started working in restaurants because that's what you knew. Yeah. Well, when I first moved here, I worked in retail for a long time. Mm-hmm. I love retail. Yeah. I'm a people person. I'm right. a smiler. I'm a talker. I love retail. Yeah. And I'm probably that. the only person that will tell you I work retail again. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. A lot of folks are like, I hate retail. Yeah. <laughs> you, know what I mean? you might start off liking people, but after yeah. That. yeah. And even when I did work retail, I was always cooking for my roommates and friends and family and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and after retail, I got into nightlife. And that's when I met a whole lot of people because New York City nightlife is really big. You meet people from across the world, they sure. travel, they visit, and they want to party. Right. And then most of the nightclubs are also restaurants. Right. You know, and knowing my love for food, I got to know the owners, the managers, all that good stuff. And I started asking for part time work in the kitchens. Oh. You know what okay. I mean? And after I got tired of nightlife, I transitioned full time into the restaurant. Into the restaurant. Yeah. So my first job in cooking, I was a fishmonger at Whole Foods Market. Wow. Yeah. So you know most chefs will tell you when I started off as a dishwasher, I started off as a fishmonger. Which makes yeah. sense. Which I makes mean, sense. Yeah. It does. Yeah. You had had a lot I of experience. I gravitated towards it right, right away, you know. And I butchered fish there. Mm-hmm. And then after Whole Foods, I moved on to Italy, which is a huge Italian market. Yes. By uh, Lydia Bastianich, Mario Batali, those guys. Mm. And I was a fishmonger there also. And every 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 fresh department has a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you have fresh seafood, and right around the corner is a seafood restaurant. Got to cook it. Yeah, you have meats, meat department, mm-hmm. meat restaurant. That's cool. I and right across is also pasta. Yeah. And that's why I got to work with Dave Pasternak for a bit. Yes. He was the, uh, the executive chef at the seafood restaurant. Right. You know, so every second I had, I'll always poke my head around the corner. I was always asking questions, trying stuff, tasting stuff. You know, and then after after Ely was when he moved to New Jersey. And then I met Chef Alex Garant at Beast, and that changed my entire culinary career. Wow. Working with him was basically like my culinary education. He's wow. still one of my good friends and mentors to this wow, day. Wow, that's brilliant. Yeah. So, because so, you did not go to a culinary I, school, I did, I did but not you go to learned from school. masters. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And I will tell anyone, I mean, get the paperwork. It's good, you know, but also get the experience. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, so even till this day, I'll rather hire someone with five years' experience than fresh out of culinary school, right. honestly. Honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Like I rather the experience. Well, mm-hmm. right, and and like like Alan was saying, I mean, you were able to work under some pretty some pretty good chefs. chefs. Exactly, exactly. And I had a plan, so I honed my skills. I had a plan. My plan was to become a chef one day. So I wanted to learn from these guys. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so I read a bunch of books and I paid close attention. I followed their ways. You know, I met good chefs and bad chefs. Like I filtered the good stuff I wanted. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like I worked well, with chefs where I was like, you know, I don't want to be like that chef, and I want to be like that chef. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? So. Well, and also, you know, it, it's a 
having that love for flavors and, yeah. and you know and like you said you were looking around the corner and tasting and you know, you know that that is I, I think that I think every chef that we've talked to that's kind of the the core number one starting a lot of times starting mm-hmm. at home yes. and those <laughs> tastes and those smells and everything else and then and then taking that and you know it's it's a gift really it um, is being able to put those flavors together and create something amazing yes yeah. yes yes it is mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's, that's amazing. So how long did you stay? Uh, you, you went to a couple of different restaurants, but you mm-hmm. stayed up in the New, New Jersey, New York area as you were working through those restaurants. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. How long did that last? Ah, for the full eight years I was there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I spent most of the time at Axia Taverna <clears throat> with Chef Alex Garant, which basically was my current education. We, I was his salad guy. I started on salads, moved all the way up to the appetizer guy to his sous chef. Uh-huh. Worked all the way up the ranks. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. wow. And I went back a couple of times because I, I ended up leaving Axia after about four or five years to help a friend open a restaurant in central Jersey. Mm-hmm. And I went back to, it's like my home. You know, I could walk, leave here today. Walk right in. And I could and go right back to Axia today. Yeah. It's like family. You know, those people are awesome. I right. love them. Today's episode is sponsored by Take Flight Hot Chicken Company. Take Flight is Nashville style. Fried chicken dipped in a spicy oil. Yeah, actually, you have three different heat levels from jalapeno to Trinidad scorpion sauce. Ow, that sounds yeah. scary. Very scary. <laughs> sounds good, though. It does. But, you know, they also have great side dishes. They have French fries, potatoes all gratin. Their creamy mac and cheese is so creamy. That's a great name. Also, their collard greens, just full of flavor. And an amazing chicken sandwich. I'm a sucker mm-hmm. for a great chicken sandwich. And this one is a crispy chicken breast dipped in your selected heat sauce, topped with coleslaw, served on a toasted bun. Man. Yeah. And you know what? The pieces are so large. So huge. Yeah. It's a meal. <laughs> it is. Take Flight Hot Chicken is offered through Smash and Crab. And you can get it through their Alamo Ranch location, their commissary, which is off I-10 in Zabala. Coming soon to their Stone Oak location. Yeah, and it's great because they're available for pickup or delivery. You can order by phone, in person, through DoorDash, Grubhub, Uber Eats. So all kinds of ways you can get this amazing chicken in your house, in your mouth, in your tummy. In your house, in your mouth. That rhymes. <laughs> I like that. And in your tummy. <laughs> Take Flight Hot Chicken Company. Get you some. Absolutely. Let's go. Let's do it. San Antonio Restaurants has created an ultimate foodie cruise taking place February 2024 on the magnificent Virgin Voyages Scarlet Lady cruise ship out of Miami. We have partnered with the Tiki Travel Planner LLC for all the logistics and they have some huge discounts just for us. The link to the foodie cruise is on the San Antonio Restaurants Facebook page or message Alan directly. And we're back, and we are here with Chef Kyrone Cordner of Mako's on the Creek, learning all about how he came to the United States from his native Trinidad, Tobago. Yes, and, sir. Uh, so we've so far in this journey, we're in New York, New Jersey. So how did you get to San Antonio? And why San Antonio? Uh, yes. So my wife, my girlfriend then, uh-huh. my wife now, she lived in New Jersey. Okay. And she moved from San Antonio. She's originally from here. Ah, okay. Yeah. So yes. while working that life, I met her in New York. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So now you meet her in a restaurant? I met her at one of the nightclubs in New York. Okay. Yeah, yeah but I, while I was working. And then we got together, started a family. And I mean, in New York, a family is cool, but it's it could be difficult without a car in New York. Sure. I mean, right. you don't really need a car in New York right. unless yeah. you're outside the city. Trains, buses, steps. Yes. 
newborn baby mm-hmm. sounds like a headache. You know? Right. <laughs> so we, and she lived in Jersey, so I always visit Jersey. I'm like, okay, it's the nearest, quietest, family-oriented state. You know, yeah. we could do that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, cool, I'm going to leave New York. I'm going to Jersey. Nice. After the pandemic, we always talk about moving moving to Texas. And I'm yeah. like, you got to move to Jersey. I don't know if I'm going that far. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, like, so Texas is a stretch. Like, ah. a, a lot of people <laughs> that have never been here think that Texas is all about cowboys and riding horses. I was and... not, not going to tell you that. I always told it. <laughs> in my head, Texas is all about yeehaw, cowboy boots, right, and cowboy right. hats. Yeah, that's yeah. What people always and say, now yeah. that I'm here, it's, it's not that. Not that yeah. you know, no. It's completely different. I mean, you see it. Yeah, it's I, there. I actually like seeing it, you know? Yeah. And I want to get the whole outfit. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right, right, you know? Yeah. But it's definitely not that. And after yeah. the pandemic, we're like, okay, let's, it's time to reset. Let's do it. We'll do San Antonio. Okay. Yeah. Very and cool. so what did you think when you got here? I made it. I liked it. Yeah. yeah. I enjoy it a lot. I saw armadillos walking wild. Really? <laughs> and it's funny, we eat them back home. Wow. Oh, yeah, they're delicious. They I are know, delicious. I didn't realize there were armadill- armadillos They're delicious. There. They're very, okay, very delicious. Okay, for those listeners out there, it is not served at Mako's. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you know, you never know. You could have I heard that. they're a little funky, yeah. That could be a little weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I saw that, I'm like, that's food, dude. <laughs> wow, wow, yeah. Interesting. That's so yeah, funny. but I immediately liked it. Yeah. yeah, the weather, it was hot. We got here in the summer of 2020, and it was hot. Yeah, yeah. And I couldn't summer believe 2020, it. 2020, that's right in the middle of Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was really hot. Yeah, summer, yeah. summer here is rough. I've lived here my entire life, and, and I love it here. Mm-hmm. But somewhere around July and August, I do always question myself, why do I I know. Our other and the locals are saying that. It's yeah. hot. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know. Local. But it's only for a couple months, and then it's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. And the winters are nice and mild, yeah. so I like that. Yeah. I was... I love when it snowed. I enjoyed the snow. Because at that point, I missed it a bit. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, it's going to snow. And I got excited. And it just shut down the entire place. The entire city. (laughs) It took me an hour to get home that night. It's normally a 25-minute drive. Yeah. Yeah. No, we don't have the equipment. We don't have the infrastructure. There's no infrastructure. There's no salt. There's no trucks. It was just snow iced on the road. Yes. (laughs) So once you got here, I know you settled in New Braunfels. New Braunfels. My very next day, I had an interview at Mako Sonner Creek. So the Yeah. I know I was coming here, and I didn't want to get here and have to like wait a week to look for work and all this crazy stuff. So mm-hmm. I started looking for work on the drive here. Like we'll stop. Mm-hmm. We stopped in Virginia, uh, Nashville, Dallas, mm-hmm. okay. and in those three stops, I was on my phone setting up my resume, looking, looking for work, looking for and work. then make us on the creek got back to me right away. Right, and the rest was history. You wow. know, my interview was supposed so cool. to be the Tuesday, but I got here the Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I dropped the girls off at home. Mm-hmm. And I drove straight to the restaurant with our luggage still strapped to the car. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, well, yeah. I know that um, Jackie was telling me that she said, I mean, th- th- that was it. She said when, oh, yeah. that when she said when Kai walked in, that was it. <laughs> we knew. We were like, He's yeah. the guy. He is it. He's the guy. Awesome. And she said, and we will. She said, that's it. If he ever, she said, we've told him he can never leave. <laughs> <laughs> They're awesome. Yeah, yeah. I love them since that day. Yeah. yeah. After the first time we went to Mako's on the Creek, I wrote a review uh, of the restaurant. And it's all excellent, mm-hmm. and, and I mentioned in the review that Chef Kai is mm-hmm. the most 
unknown, underrated <laughs> chef in, in the whole area that people need to know who you are. And that's why we rushed to yeah. get you onto this podcast. Oh, thank you. People need to know you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and really, you've done some pretty amazing things. I mean, you've been on Chopped, which we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're part of a James Beard um, Foundation organization. Yeah. Yes, um, yes, yes. Uh, and like we've said, you know, you've worked for yeah. some pretty amazing, mm-hmm. under some pretty amazing chefs. And at Mako in the, on the Creek, mm-hmm. I mean, you literally develop a brand new menu per season every so season yes. every it's season it's fresh and we'll exciting keep it interesting, and, keep it fun. Yeah. Yeah. and that's not easy to do i mean i i do know mm-hmm. um, some other chefs that do that and not mm-hmm. a lot um, yeah. but you know to execute a new menu every season mm-hmm. you know and get the staff on board and get your kitchen on board yeah it keeps everything. everyone exciting on yeah. their toes you know it's mm-hmm. fun it's precisely fun. why i prefer local restaurants yes. to change because yes. exactly. you don't that doesn't happen that anymore. Doesn't no happen, no <laughs> yeah. So no. let's talk a little bit about Mako's. So, mm-hmm. so Mako's on the Creek is at 169 Buffalo Place in Cibolo. And Cibolo, people, some people think, oh, Cibolo, that's another, another city. It is another city, but it's barely outside of San Antonio. It's, yeah. it, it's not much of a drive between San Antonio and New Braunfels. Uh, off of 35, you can get to Cibolo. Some great, great restaurants in Cibolo. So Mako's is veteran-owned. It's owned by... Uh, Dave and Jackie Peterson, and it's located right on Cibolo Creek. Right now, you can't quite see the creek because there's some uh, so trees and trees things. Growing up, yeah, yeah. Growing up, but they're going to clear that out where you can see the creek. But uh, Mako's opened in 2000, uh, 20, uh, 2019. Yeah, 2019. 2019. Okay, good, good. June good. 12th. Yeah. yeah, we just celebrated four years. It's amazing. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Awesome. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's a really, it's a beautiful, very mm-hmm. clean looking. It was built as a brand new building. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's really a neat looking building. Yeah, it is. Uh, very modern. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mako, I didn't know this. I, I guess I had heard that term Mako before. But uh, Dave Peterson, the owner, he is a retired Brigadier General. And as a pilot, his nickname was the, was Mako, Mako which yeah. is a shark, a Mako yeah. shark. And Probably so he was the sharpest in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> sharpest right. shark in the ocean. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so they have some great, great food. Yeah. We really enjoyed it. I, I, I was telling Chef Kai, his ribeye was, I, I don't normally order steaks when I go to a restaurant oh because I can do a pretty good steak at home. That mm-hmm. was the best steak I ever it had. So Thank you. So good. well seasoned. Yes. Thank you so I much. Had the, I had the tri-tip. The tri-tip? The tri-tip, yes. yes. And then Alan had the, um, I think Jim and I both had the tri-tips. And then yeah. Alan had the um what was it? What, the ribeye, right? I had the ribeye. The ribeye, yeah. mm-hmm. and then Beverly had the chicken. Every one of them, I, I of course. You tried them. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. Everything yeah. was so good. So, okay, you just came out with a brand new summer menu. Yes. Tell me, uh, uh, just a name, a couple of the dishes that you, everyone needs to come out and try. Ah, uh, that's always a hard one. <laughs> I know, I know, because there are so many. They're amazing so good. Ones. I know. Um, and brunch menu too. You the also brunch were, is really nice. Yes, yeah. So it's just on Sundays they on Sundays brunch, brunch mm-hmm. yes, yes, and yes. they have some new menu items there too. Mm-hmm. So as wait, well as yes. let's, let's let's cover that real quick just to be sure everyone knows. So Mako's doesn't open till four p.m. Dinner starts at four p.m. Oh, Tuesday, yeah. yeah uh, Tuesday, Tuesday, Friday, Tuesday, 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 yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday Saturday, Saturday. Dinner starts at four. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, uh, but but on Sundays there's a brunch Sunday brunch. starts at eleven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, eleven and three. And yeah. kids eat free from four to close. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. On Sundays, yes, yes, on yes. Sundays, mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. Sundays. Okay, awesome, awesome. Um, yeah, so so I'm sorry. My favorite, yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, the flatbread. The new flatbread is really nice. Mm-hmm. I saw. So there's a story. The first day I met you, mm-hmm. 
Miss Jackie told you the story about the about the uh, old Samson. Remember the bull yes. that lived uh, on the yes, property? Yes. 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 That was also my was first time hearing that story. It was a buffalo, wasn't it? It was a buffalo, yeah. Yeah, the buffalo that and was raised, so they kept mm-hmm. it on the property yeah. before yes. they built the Before building. they built the restaurant. Okay. Yeah. And I was so inspired by that story. I'm like, why don't I have an old Samson dish in, in the kitchen? I love that. You know, so that's where the flatbread came about. Oh, It's wow. incredible. So what all's on the old Samson? It is a... Spicy feta goes down first. Mm-hmm. Shallots, roasted tomatoes, uh, beef tips, of course. Mm-hmm. Pickled red onions, scallions, and there's a balsamic fig vinaigrette at the ending. Oh, it's incredible. So it should be bison tips. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we could get bison tips. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Yeah, yeah. So, and if beef you, plate off. If you go well. on to their social media, yeah. uh, there's photos of this flatbread on there. And yes. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. amazing. The watermelon salad is also really good too. Uh, is, I know you had, I don't know if you still do, you had a, a watermelon mint gazpacho. That's on you also one. for the summer. Wow. Yes. Yes. That sounds so refreshing. It's incredible. So refreshing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I know you, you like to you like to work with uh, octopus. Right? I do. You're, that's that's one my of your favorite. favorite things to cook? It's probably one of my favorite things to cook, Wh- yeah. Why? Yeah. Was, it's just still therapeutic, man. Yeah. It's a whole process. Were you able to get you octopus in, in uh, Tobago? Trinidad, Tobago? You could get it. Yeah, you, okay. you could get it. Yeah, you get that frozen. Yeah. I just know my, you can my get son... It, yeah. When yeah. my son was in the Navy, he was in Spain, mm-hmm. and you could catch octopus off the dock Easy. anywhere. So Easy, I didn't know yeah. if it was like that. Yeah, in. you can. Yeah. I actually learned how to cook octopus from Alex Grand at Axia. Mm. And I never changed it, really. It poaches super slow. The water never bubbles. It should never, ever bubble. Mm, I was going to say, that's a, I mean. It stays completely tender, Watching yeah. Chopped. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, that's because I, I, I love I love that which you were on. I um, it seems like it's such a hard protein to cook with. I mean, they always have issues with. It trips up a lot of guys. Yeah. yeah, you can't rush it. There's no way to rush it. Mm-hmm. I won't even pressure cook it. Hmm. It's disrespectful. I wouldn't do that at all. You know. So what I do is I render with a hot pan first. Mm-hmm. Render most of the natural liquids. Mm-hmm. So I poach it back in its natural liquids with a bunch of aromatics and citrus. Wow. Yeah. And, and then we keep it in a buttermilk brine and we fry it off the order. And yeah, that keeps it's incredible. It keeps it tender because it so can be tender. so yeah. chewy. If you and a lot of folks will say, oh, I don't want to try it. It's tough and chewy because they've got it tough and chewy before yeah, somewhere I've else. And, and, and I tell people, I'm like, please try it. Mm-hmm. Try it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they say, wow. wow. Yeah. Wow. Is it hard to get it? Uh, do you have no. a supplier? That can it's not hard to sauce at all. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. <laughs> well, um, so you, you do have all these great things going on. But before you, I guess just before you came to San Antonio, you were contacted to be on Chopped. How did that happen? Yeah, so I applied in 2017, actually. Wow. 2017. So you applied for it. You said, I'm yes. going to be on this show. I put myself out there, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a lot of um, Had you friends. seen it on TV, and you said, I, did. I can do that? I did. I was, even till this day, I'm still not really into competition cooking. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like competitive cooking. Because you mean you have to rush, go fast. I like taking my time and right. processing things, all that good stuff, you know? And then my friends are like, why don't you just do chop, do chop, do chop? You should go on job. You should be a chop. Right, try right. chops. And I'm like, fine, I'll try chops. Mm-hmm. I applied in 2017. We did the interview, I think, 2018. Filmed in 2019, and it aired 2020. Just when I got hate aired. Yeah. Wow. It was a whole process, yeah. It was a fun morning. We <laughs> yeah. got there at 6 a.m. in the morning. Okay. And all day, all day long. And they filmed every single day, 365 a year. Wow. Yep. And that episode took almost three years to come out. 
Yes. And what they were telling us was um, like holiday episodes, like Thanksgiving and Christmas episodes, would take even four or five years wow. to release out. Right? They film a lot. They film wow. a lot of episodes. Yeah. Yeah, that's wow. I. I think that's how it goes with the shows because I know that yeah. you know some of the shows that the some of the film way been ahead on, of yeah, time. Years, yeah. Years it was a really cool experience. Place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I, from what I read, uh, mm-hmm. nothing not against you, but it yeah. didn't go well. It didn't go well. You added too much saffron, saffron. <laughs> which I think was craziness. <laughs> Complete craziness. <laughs> it's a little bit floral, you know. Right, but right. um, looking back at that, I even when I go on like the random YouTube comments, yeah. they're like, "No, no way!" Because they give us swordfish in the uh, entree round, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And you have to break it down, take the skin off, put your portions. So I'm looking at the guys next to me. And you're and thinking, "This is my deal. This yeah, is my deal. This yeah, is my deal. right up my alley." You right, know, right. I knew exactly what I was going to do. I did a booyah base with the swordfish, mm-hmm. and um, they gave us a gnocchi pizza mm, as wow. the trip. Wow. In that in that round. Okay. So what I did was um, I saw my competitors butchering the swordfish, and then the girl next to me, hers was super super thick, and she had thick pieces, thin pieces, another thick piece. So in my head, evenly. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Right, mm-hmm. right. So in my head, okay, this. cool. She's gonna serve raw swordfish today, <laughs> which did happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, if you guys saw right. the episode, her fish was raw. You know, uh-huh. and the guy at the end, his was just overly spicy. Mm-hmm. You know. I had a little bit of saffron in there, man. <laughs> but my thought was this. The gnocchi pizza, I added the gnocchi filling into my booyah base more body in depth, and I used the actual pizza dough itself as a crostini. Oh, so nice. I deep fried it. Cool. You know, so in my head, I'm like, shit, I should probably pan roast. Well, not pan, sorry, oven, oven roast. So it's not as greasy and oily. Right, yeah. right. You know, so in my head, I'm like, God, they're gonna, I'm, I'm getting chopped for greasy bread. Mm. But no, it was a saffron. Didn't even mention the greasy bread. <laughs> I'd rather go and chop for greasy bread than right? saffron. Right. <laughs> you know? But it was all fun. But it's, yeah. I, it was I awesome. can't even imagine the pressure of having. Oh yeah, it. Oh, my so gosh. Scary. Yeah, well, you yes. walk in the room and then there's the judges on one side of the room, and I'm like, cool. I'm not looking over there because I don't want to stop freaking out right, and panicking. Right, right, sure. But then I lift my head up in front of me, and there's like a row of like ten cameras in oh, front of my you. Gosh, yeah. And then you turn around to the stove. There's like another camera facing the stove, the, right. yeah. and there's one guy following you around with another cordless wow. camera. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I yeah. pressure went out the window. The nerves well, went out the window for you, quick. And, and you know, I, I'm listening to your, you know, what was in your basket and what you ended up yeah. creating from that. Yeah. I'm just thinking, wow. I mean, I would never be able to do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I yeah. used the Christine for this, and I. The know, basket you, was fun. Okay. It was easy. Yeah, I think I read so somewhere cool. that that uh, mm-hmm. when you get real nervous, you have trouble stuttering. I don't. I'm not yeah, hearing any here. Yeah, I speak really not. fast. I get nervous and excited, okay. and I talk really fast. <laughs> and as I stutter, yeah, yeah. so I'm like slow yourself down. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, but again, I think that like Alan was saying, you know, it's it's it, when you start talking about food, you can just yeah. You, it, I have yeah, to slow myself just, down. Yeah, I have to yeah. stop myself. But you know, <laughs> I think that that's so cool. That that you know, again, that mm. shows your you just have such a passion for it, and so you're definitely do yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Do Do you have uh, a desire to do TV again? I will. Yeah. I will. I will. I would think. Yeah. I, I have a finished business. Really yes, I will. I think so too. If yeah. I ran a TV show, you'd be on. I'd do it again. I'd do it again for sure. Yeah, I think so too. I'll do it again for sure. Yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> and then you learn from you know the previous. And yes. It makes it a little bit easier because you're not easier, as nervous. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yes. And then the other thing, a uh, little bit of uh, notoriety on yourself, is mm-hmm. that in the spring of two, 2021, mm-hmm. you were invited to be at the James Beard Foundation Chef's Boot Camp for Policy and Change. Yes, yes. That, is, that was an awesome. honor. Thank you. Thank How you. Did thank that you. Come down? 
Ah, uh, well, he gets selected. And I believe it was through working at Balabu Star with Chef Fina Uh huh. We did a couple of dinners at the Beard House and one off-site premises. But, um, so the Beard House, is that in New York? That's in New Jersey, right? It's in New York. It's, it's a little West 12th Street. Okay. So it's the actual house where Mr. James Beard lived. And no. they preserved the house. And it's still there. Like chefs around the world would almost give anything to get there. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that, It was an sure. awesome, awesome, awesome opportunity. And i wow. very grateful for it till this day. You know, But our, um, our African... Our advocacy was about child nutrition in schools around the country. Okay. You know, cause, so it was, it was like a roundtable discussion and trying to, to... The funny thing was, so every year when they do this boot camps, they will take the chefs somewhere where it's on a farm or another state and do something really cool, right? Yeah. Ours was done completely over Zoom. Oh, wow. Because oh, it was really due to the pandemic. Right the pandemic. Yeah. But... I didn't mind because I had just got it. I, I just moved to Texas, you know? Oh. So I'd have to travel back or go somewhere else. So it worked out perfect for me. I right. was fine with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So and we did it on Zoom. Yeah. And what an honor to, to, to be on a board like that. Yes, I mean, yes, you know, yes. It's such a, it's such a yeah. needed thing in, in, you know, in the United States. It was States. really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. So you think your your chef is one from. from I think so. Previous chef. <laughs> I think so, yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. So did you see any of your. Um, you know, your roundtable discussions, did you see any of that come to fruition? I'm still working on it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's a whole process. We have to get these things through. Like, bills have to be yes. passed, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a whole. I mean, it sounds simple. Sure. Feed hungry kids. Simple as that. Yeah. Get food to hungry kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but It sounds simple. Mm-hmm. But then politics gets involved. And right. It's just. Yeah. Nothing yeah. simple. Not fun. You know? mm-hmm. Nothing mm-hmm. simple. It should be politics. simple. Get right. food to kids. But it's wow. great that they yeah. have. It's great that they have things like this. And are, yeah. You know. Um, yeah. Coming. You know. Bringing together some really amazing people to mm-hmm. try to. Yeah, so. and what better way to do it through chefs, you know? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you have the mm-hmm. passion for food. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Wow. Well, Mako's on the Creek, and let me just say again, it's at one six nine Buffalo Place in Cibolo, Texas. Mako's on the Creek. They have uh, dinner, and then on the weekends they have uh, brunch on on Sunday. But on Wednesday night there's trivia night. Trivia nights because they so have a fun. full bar there as yeah. well. There's yeah, really nice bar fun. area. <laughs> it's just a, a fun place to go hang out. So lots of lots of cool stuff going on there, um, and I and I heard a little rumor that they're gonna start adding um, spelling bees as well. Nice, really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. Yep. Spelling bee. Yep. I was like, <laughs> hey, in the bar might, after that, a few drinks. That, I don't know. That, you know what? We we we, we you know. I, I won't say how we did on our trivia night, oh. but <laughs> <laughs> I told Dave, I said, maybe we'll be better at the spelling bee. <laughs> you know, yeah, it was That's funny. Be, when funny. we did the trivia, uh, it was it was Susie and, and her husband, Jim, and me and Beverly. And Jim always had the answer right away. And <laughs> I overrode him several times and said, no, no, it's this. And he was right every time. <laughs> so I don't know if you'll want to play with me anymore. Oh, it'd be fun. I was like, we're in for the next one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's really awesome. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. You know, Susie, so often on, on so many guests, we say, you know, oh, gosh, we, uh, time went too fast. We wish we could, you know, we could go another hour. I know. That is absolutely <laughs> the truth here. We could go for a long more there, time. There's so much but, to your uh, story. Uh, yeah. And, and I'm, I'm just cool. so excited that, you know, we have had an opportunity at least to take the time that we've had to, yes. for people to get to know you and your Thank food you. and a little bit of your story. And guys, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you really do need to get out of Mako's on the Creek because you have got to try Chef Kai's food. And you're typically there. Um, Every day. Uh, yeah. Every so, day. So it's, so yeah. it's Chef that will be co- yeah. cooking your food. And I am telling you, it is. 
Now, I know you're busy in the kitchen, but if somebody pays a visit and they say, I really want to meet the chef, will you come out? I always try to make time to meet the customers. Oh, that's, that's so awesome. cool. Yeah, I always yeah. try to. Mm-hmm. Mako is M-A-K-O, just for anybody who doesn't know. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, they, they do have some great, great food. It's it's a very underrated restaurant, needs to be known, mm-hmm. and we need mm-hmm. to get that people yeah. out there. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes. We cannot stress enough how good it is. I'm telling <laughs> you. In <laughs> fact, in fact, Susie, it is so good. It is a San Antonio Absolutely. restaurant, gold-approved yes. restaurant. Yes. Ab- so from the first bite, it was like, okay, they're gold. <laughs> so they, they have some wonderful perks. And, uh, you know, they're, they're open Tuesday through through Sunday. Mm-hmm. But uh, any night that you go there with these perks, you buy two entrees, you get a free small salad. But then even better, Sunday through Thursday – Purchase two entrees, you get a free dessert. Mm-hmm. And, you have and some I know, awesome what was that pair? You had a pair a post- dessert. Port wine, post pear with the spice post- custard. Pear, yes, uh, that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And the cheesecake, too, the chocolate cheesecake. The chocolate cheesecake. cheesecake. So yummy. Well, blueberries. Mm-hmm. The, the chocolate cheesecake isn't one of the perks, Susie. Uh, well, I'm just saying, it was yummy. So if you go, you can get, the, you can get your perk and you can get the chocolate you cheesecake, know, too. And the cheesecake. What's happening here? After <laughs> after we do these podcast podcasts and we, we talk to, about we've food, been talking about this we food, start we get getting hungry. real hungry. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think that's where we're at right, right now. <laughs> and the third perk that they have is on the Sunday brunch. If you uh, you get one free item for the share menu, kind of an appetizer type thing. One free item if you purchase two other entrees mm-hmm. for their for their brunch. So yes. what a, what a great deal! Yes. yes. All right, Chef Kyron Cordner, thank you for being here today. Yes. Thank you. Thank You're you welcome. So much, so much fun having awesome. you, and uh, look forward to to uh, coming out and visit you again. And yes. Try some more of that get good to see food you again, <laughs> and uh, get ready. I, I I think a lot of people will be coming and finding you after awesome. after this podcast. Yes, yes, yes. And, and come on out and try this summer menu. So so typically, um, well, I, I guess you change every season. So every this, season. Yeah. So this will be good for. This it's going to go all the way till late September, early September. October, guys. So yeah, so winter, so you will yeah. hear this podcast in plenty of time to get out there <laughs> and try this try menu. Stuff, yeah, 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 absolutely. Wow. Great. All right. Well, Susie, I guess time is up. And we'll do it again next week. Absolutely. Another great guest. Yes, yes. <laughs> thank, thank you, you so much. Yeah, You're Chef welcome. Kai, thank you so much for being here. You're and welcome. thank you guys for listening. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, we'll try it again next time. And with the more you know, the, the better, better it, it tastes. tastes. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.